While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. The Rainbow Covenant from the book of Genesis. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanaja Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for September 28th to October 5th, 2018, the last quarter of the harvest moon. And here are some natural events. As it often happens about now, the fall rains have come, breaking the back of the drought which threatened farmers and gardeners in Maine during the mid to late summer. It's refreshing to see the fields arrayed in green again and hear water trickling in brooks and streams, if only for a while. The tattered remains of tropical storms promise more to come. There are a few things more exhilarating than frolicking in a warm and much-needed rain shower, getting soaked to the skin while the ground groans with pleasure, its thirst quenched at last. We know, of course, that this is a fleeting pleasure because we've seen a little frost the last few mornings, and now that the full harvest moon has passed, we can be sure that there will be more brisk, crunchy sunrises ahead. Jack Frost is a magician who gradually puts the whole countryside into a deep sleep with successive strokes of his magic wand. We mortals, though, have much to do before we can retreat into our homes for the cold season. Mounds of firewood appear in front yards waiting to be stacked under cover. Gardens await their coverlets of mulch or seaweed. Storm doors and windows need to be deployed, wood stoves and chimneys cleaned. Summer is over, and a little hustle now will make the coming winter much more tolerable. So let's get cracking. Here's a field and forest report. Fall, of course, is the season when seeds take center stage. Most every plant has gone to seed by now, with a few stragglers coming along behind. Ever since the petals fell from the first blooms, plants have been devoting themselves to their young, feeding them with sugars manufactured by chlorophyll, sunlight, and water, maturing them from tiny green germs to robust, dark, shiny seeds ready to fall to the ground or to be carried far and wide by birds. Each seed contains the instructions by which the future plant will construct itself and live its life in ways we still cannot understand. Encoded in each seed are visions of the trees, shrubs, and flowers of the future, the colors of the lupin, the aromas of the rose, the shape of the elm or the linden or maple, the designs of flowers and seeds, still to come. Here's a saltwater report. Concern for herring stocks has risen with recent reports of fewer fewer juvenile herring to be found. Most of these small fish are caught 
by mid-water trawlers up to 165 feet long with huge nets to gather the herring, along with often a substantial bycatch. Larger fish and marine mammals depend on herring to survive, so concerns about the future stock are worrisome. Though regulators say that herring are not overfished, according to the October 2018 issue of Working Waterfront, still, overfishing is decimating many other species. There are simply too many fishing boats with too much capacity for fish stocks to keep up. One possible remedy is to expand existing marine protected areas in international waters, those waters more than 200 miles offshore. Marine preserves would allow fish stocks to recover and fishing in coastal waters to actually improve as stocks rebound. So here's a rank opinion. International waters are the largest area of our planet where no one nation can claim sovereignty. Unfortunately, that means that this vast area is essentially lawless. It attracts piracy, illicit whaling and fishing, illegal dumping, smuggling, human trafficking, and virtual shipboard slavery. Prevent the oceans from becoming a huge, lifeless cesspool, international cooperation is essential. We have made it work before in existing marine protected areas, currently less than 3% of the sea. We have international cooperation in Antarctica, in Earth orbit, and on the moon. And we can make it work in the vast oceans too. Billions of us depend on the sustainable harvest of the seas. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around. The first from the American horticulturalist Liberty Hyde Bailey, 1858 to 1954. We accept it because we have seen the vision. We know that we cannot reap the harvest but we hope that we may so well prepare the land and so diligently sow the seed that our successors may gather the ripened grain. And from the American poet Ella Wheeler Wilcox, 1850-1919. With every deed you are sowing a seed, though the harvest you may not see. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>